Welcome to the Millionaire Maker Show, a podcast helping online coaches monetize their life's work and scale their businesses to create more time, more money, more freedom, and more impact. Now, with over 20 years of business building, coaching, and consulting experience, here's your host, author, speaker, and creator of the Millionaire Maker Coaching Funnel, Lindsay Anderson. Well, hey there, everybody. Welcome to this episode of The Millionaire Maker Show. Today, I'm so excited to introduce you to my next guest, Dr. Kelly Henry. Dr. Kelly, welcome to the show. So glad that you're here. I appreciate that, Lindsay. Glad to be here. It's an honor to be here, actually. Well, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about what you do? Well, I am a business coach, uh, and I focus on helping businesses scale and simplify uh, their their business organization, basically. Uh, scaling is the, uh, the process of gaining more by doing less instead of gaining more by doing more. And so we help businesses do that, basically work through levels of complexity, make things more sim- simplistic and, and simpler, using the 80-20 rule, among other things, and uh, help them really drive up profits making things easier. And, and most often, or generally I can help the business owner take a lot of work off their plate and, and free up their time where they're not, uh, not having to put so much time and effort into driving a business forward. You're not just going to be able to rush over this 80, 20 rule that you said that you really start implementing that with businesses. So can you tell us a little bit about what that is there, Dr. Kelly? Well, the 80, 20 rule, the parietal principle, uh, more commonly known is basically just looking at inputs and output. Um, and it's, it's understanding and having a idea and being cognizant of what efforts are we putting into the business that's creating the greatest impact? What, uh, marketing are we doing? That's creating the greatest return on investment. What are my employees doing it? That is driving more profits and more productivity and just taking that principle and looking at every level and every, every area of the business and seeing where these inputs uh, create the greater output. Um, And that most of the time helps to create a much simpler business when we understand that, hey, let's just focus on the things that are really gonna drive this forward and help us out the most. Instead of working on this, 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 and this, and this, never looking at what the output is, uh, slim that down, trim that down, makes it a lot easier and simpler, like I said. I love it. What does the 80 and the 20 represent? Just to be real clear on that. Well, it can represent anything. And that's, that's just a general 80, 20 is just a general, uh, way of looking at it. It can be 90, 10, it could be 60, 40. Uh, the principle is 20, 20% of our effort in certain things create 80% of our outcomes. Um, and so why focus on the 80% of things that are only producing 20% of our outcomes? And a lot of times that's where business owners, businesses get, get stuck. Uh, They're putting too much time and effort into the 80% of things that are only creating the 20% of impact. So that's where I help to flip that script and let's really be cognizant of that, uh, those inputs, those, the less inputs, the 20% of inputs that are uh, creating that greater impact, that 80% of impact, so to speak. Yeah. I think it's a powerful principle. If you are, you know, as a business owner, 
especially with like the anxiety that comes with running a business and all the things to do, you can get really caught up in like the doing of all the different things and you feel very successful because you've done a lot of things. But if they're the wrong things, then when you go look at your bank account, then it doesn't really translate to money in the bank account if you're doing all the wrong things. Absolutely. And being, yeah. being busy does not equate to being productive. It does not equate to being successful necessarily. And a lot yeah. of people get that, uh, get that muddied and mixed up. Yeah. So is there a certain kind of business that you help or you're just a general business coach that can help anyone that are selling brick and mortar or t-shirts or anything? Who do you specialize in, Dr. Henry? Uh, I'm not necessarily narrowed down into a specific industry. What I look for are businesses that have, uh, that have been established generally five years or more that have a certain level of income, particularly between 500 to about 2 million in, in yearly revenue, and then have between five to 20 employees. Um, I'm typically looking at owners uh, or business executives that have, uh, their businesses plateaued, so to speak. Um, they've grown, they're established, but they're frustrated because they just can't get to that next level. They don't know what's going on to push things forward. And it's generally because they've just continued to grow, which is good and got to a certain point. But again, they've added levels of complexity and, and, uh, really slowed the whole process down. So that's where we can go in and start, like I said, making things more simplistic, streamlining, using the 80, 20 rule to help them uh, break through that, that ceiling that they, or that plateau that they've got themselves to. What does that process look like? Is that just a series of conversations? Do you have a bunch of spreadsheets and videos to support that? What does that look like? Well, it's, it's a lot of conversations, to be honest with you, because every business yeah. is different. The principle is the same, but every business is different in the sense that they have, uh, you know, different problems or a host of similar problems. But, uh, you know, this business is, you know, leadership and, and uh, the culture is, is, is rough. Uh, you know, this business over here may be leadership, but the customer service or the marketing or sales issues in, in those, in those, uh, pieces of their business. So it's just a lot of conversation. What, uh, what I love about one-on-one -on -one working with my clients is as we put pieces in place, it almost creates more problems in in a sense that, okay, we, we're starting to work through this and things are starting to get easier, but then there's a whole set of other issues, so to speak. I shouldn't say problem, but there's new issues that we have to work through and, and we can work through in real time and, and work forward, uh, forward through that. So that's, that's what I love about one-on-one -on -one because there's that, that constant, uh, yeah, we've, we've achieved through this level, this issue. Okay. The next, but this brought on these questions or now we're, now we're dealing with this. And so it's constantly evolving and, and, uh, it's like, you know, in a sense, it's always a, a new challenge, so to speak, but as profits are getting bigger and that margin is getting bigger and things are getting more simplistic, it's good. The owners can see the light at the end of the tunnel, but they know that they're going to have to keep working through some, some things to again, push towards where they, uh, they want that business to go. Yeah. I always sum that up as like new level, new devil. Like you solve right. some problems, oh, new right. obstacles are bound to show up. And so. It's great to have, it's great to have someone like you on their team that can actually support them through these very specific obstacles that come up as they solve these other problems in their business. I love that. New level, new, new level. New you know, level, new yeah, Henry, feel free to steal it. Okay. So tell me a little bit about why you started your coaching business. 
Well, backstory is I'm a retired chiropractor, uh, practiced for 20 years, built up uh, two very successful practices. And then in 2018, I sold everything out, basically at my pinnacle. Uh, the thing that helped me get to where I uh, was so successful is I've had, I've been coached for almost my whole career and still am being coached, to be honest with you. So, and I, I knew the impact that that had on my business and my personal life. So when I made that transition and retired from chiropractic, um, you know, I knew there was something else I wanted to do and, and I wasn't going to sit back and just play golf all the time. So, uh, coaching seemed like a, uh, a, a great, uh, great way to go. Um, cause I knew what it had done for me and, and I still wanted to help people. So, uh, that's why I transitioned into the coaching realm. Uh, since 2018, it's, it's evolved tremendously. Uh, we've known each other for a few years and, and even in that short period of time, it's. Uh, my coaching and my philosophy and my focus is, has evolved quite a bit in just that short amount of time. But uh, I keep refining and, and keep being more specific and learning and growing in my own abilities and my own coaching abilities and, and the processes and things I bring to the table. So uh, that keeps me, keeps me engaged and then just gives me more tools in my, in my uh, tool chest to help my clients. Yeah, as you get more and more experience, I always call, and I don't know if you resonate with this, but I always call my coaching business like, the best personal development tool because of My exactly goodness. what you're saying. It feels like that you're, you're, you are personally growing, your business is growing, how you help your clients is growing. And it, it can be really different when you look back a year ago. Absolutely. So constant growth. My, my personal philosophy, and this is what I preach to my clients all the time, is, you know, you're either green and growing or ripe and rotting. So my philosophy oh, I like that. For, a, for an awful long time, since the early 2000s, has just been green growing. I'm not going to allow myself to be ripe and rotting. So, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to stay up and learn and more and, and educate myself more and more. Cause I know that's just going to be able to allow me to help my clients at a, at a higher level. Yeah. Can you describe just, uh, an overview of your coaching business? Like what is it that you offer and, and how many hours a week does that take you? And just kind of, what does your coaching business look like right now? Uh, you know, obviously my, my philosophy is sim simplicity. So that's what I apply to my own business. I exclusively just do one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, uh -huh. I did entertain some online programs, you know, entry-level programs for my clients and then the group coaching. But, um, personally, those just didn't move the needle enough for my, my clientele. So I just do specific, uh, one-on-one -on -one coaching. I have, uh, programs of three, six and 12 months. Um, and that, that'll vary the price point on, on those, obviously. And, and the three months is more of an entry level and then the six months, 12 months is more of the long-term, obviously. Um, I do four calls a month, uh, once a week with my clients, hour long calls, and then they have access to me 24 seven, but via email or text, depending on what's going on, if they need, uh, any, any additional help, or if we need to schedule a new call or either call in between calls, that's no big deal. I'm here to help them. Um, one thing I do with my, my clients and, and my contracts is, uh, I call it a handshake. I do have my clients, uh, sign a contract, a formal contract, but it is breakable. If, uh, if I'm not moving the needle, if I'm not helping, if there's, if we're just not making progress, I don't want my client to be locked in to, uh, to a contract and continue to pay me and, and they're not seeing any fruits from that. So, uh, that, that doesn't look good on me. And I don't want that, uh, that feeling for them. So if they, uh, they decide, Hey, this ain't work. And we, we cut the cord, we part as friends and, and move forward. So, 
Um, if I can't prove my worth, if I can't help them move forward, then it, it's, then I shouldn't be paid is how I look at it. So I, I allow that for my clients as we, uh, as we go through the contract. Yeah, I think that's really smart. I do the same thing as well. I don't want to coach anybody that isn't in the mood to be coached or that doesn't find the value there. Um, yeah. Is that a change you made in your business or, or have you always done business that way? Um, I pretty much always done business that way. And I may have, yeah. you know, I may have, that may have been a peak from, from talking to you previously. Maybe that, I need to owe you a uh, thank and gratitude and some credit for that. But again, in a, in a world where, you know, it just seems like everyone's out to get everyone else. I don't want to be that guy. That's, that's not what I'm about. I'm here to serve. I'm here to help. I'm here to change, uh, change lives, you know? And, uh, you know, that was my philosophy when I was in my chiropractic realm, you know, I'm here to serve my patients and help them live healthier lives. Well, I want to help serve my clients now and help them live healthier business lives, uh, enjoy the fruits of their labor. So that's what I'm about. And if it's not working, then, uh, let's just part of friends and, and move on. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. As you talk about growing those two chiropractic businesses and you always having coaches along the way, but now you're there to kind of ease it, you know, help others, as you said, reap the rewards of all of their labors, reap the fruits of their labors. Um, did you find, did you have a lot of pain growing those businesses or because you had coaches? Like, have you cried the tears that many other entrepreneurs have cried, Dr. Henry? I have. Uh, <laughs> I, I've, I've been there. I've, I've been in the depths of uh, despair. Uh, when I first started my chiropractic career, I felt like, you know, like a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business owners, I can do it myself. And uh, my first year of practice was rough. Uh, um, it was, you know, trying to scrape up enough money to go to Taco Bell after church on Sunday. I mean, that's about all we had, had to, to live on. And, and, you know, it had to lift off a family uh, to some degree for a period of time. Um, even when I uh, got past that initial rough start and moved into uh, where I bought a practice and, and was doing okay, um, I got to that point where I plateaued out and I just could not get it past a certain level. And that's when I entertained the thought of having a coach and hiring a coach. And uh, as soon as I did that, that's what springboarded my whole career. And, uh, those coaches took me to a certain level and then I realized, Hey, I, I need, uh, I need a different coach to help me take it to a new level. And so I, through the years, I had several different, uh, chiropractic coaches, business coaches, along with personal coaches, uh, to help you through that. So, but yeah, I, uh, uh, I owe a lot to my, to my coaches through the years. Cause that's, uh, I can look directly back to, to that period where I hired them and put my, uh, put my business on a whole new trajectory. Yeah, like I said, it's like really hard to be a professional chiropractor and a professional marketer and sales and business runner. Like you, there's just not enough time in the day to be a pro at all those things and all of them require a certain level of expertise. So for me, it took me a good five years into my business before I realized. So I'm, uh, congratulations for it being one year till you realized, okay, I actually need someone to help me here instead of trying to figure it out myself. Well, it, it was more than one year. It was about four years before. Oh, okay. One, one really long, rough year. Yeah. I bought a practice, was doing okay. But then that was about three years into that before I realized, okay, I can't get this going any further. What, what do I need to do differently? So yeah, so there, there was a few years suffering there. Yeah, plenty of suffering. A new level, new devil, right? It's not like the suffering has ended. It's just easier now because you have some tools in your tool belt to get over these obstacles. That's how I view it. Absolutely. And I, you know, obviously have some experience to look back on. And, you know, that's what I tell my clients, and I'm sure you do too. 
you know, it, coaching is going to save you a whole lot of time, effort, and, and money. Um, because you're going to learn from my mistakes and, and draw on my experience. So, and, uh, you know, to be honest, when I first started chiropractic, I probably wouldn't have believed somebody telling me that ah, I can do it, but, uh, yeah, you know, you're a smart them, chiropractor. Like I made it for the school. I can so, do this. So, but what's funny is, and I'm sure you experienced this too, but a lot of new business owners, you know, they don't know enough to know what they don't know. Uh, it's, you know, there's just not enough understanding there at all. And so. Often, uh, you know, the best experience or the, the best education is just a, a difficult time. And uh, certainly was for me. Um, but looking back, you know, I, I, I'm not necessarily happy I went through that, but in some degree I am because I appreciate what I have so much, so much more now than, uh, than I probably would have if I hadn't gone through that trouble time. And, and uh, I certainly wouldn't have hired coaches and whatnot if things were just uh, super smooth and easy from the get-go. Yeah, and for me, it really allows me to be a more effective coach because I can really understand where my clients are and the kind of like, you know, that they really want this thing to work and they really want to do what it takes to build this business. And so because I can draw on my own experience of feeling that way and feeling like I needed help, I can really, you know, empathize with my customers. Absolutely. Me as yeah. well. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about how you are. Let's talk about marketing and sales. How are you currently finding your one-on-one -on -one clients? Do you mind sharing your secret, your secret marketing technology here? Well, uh, not necessarily secret, but I, I have a multifaceted approach. So tell me uh, um, a lot of LinkedIn, uh, join LinkedIn and, and use it quite a bit. Uh, and have garnered. Hold on. Tell me what you're doing on LinkedIn. Get a little more specific for me, would you? Well, I have, uh, platforms that help me to engage or make connections. Um, it's all automated and then uh, do messaging to uh, stimulate conversations. And then I take hold of that. And, and uh, I have a, basically a discovery call, if you will, where just sit down with a potential client or a lead, if you will, and, and just talk, you know, where they're at, what they're looking for, and then just, uh, just see if it's a good fit. Uh, if they want to entertain the thought of me helping them out. So, uh, had some, had some success with LinkedIn. I also do cold emailing. I know that's not, uh, a lot of people are against that, but it's worked for me. Um, and I have a, a program by, by the name of Apollo.io and use it and, uh, send out a lot of emails every, uh, every week. And, uh, again, it's, you know, it's kind of like the LinkedIn, it's automated. And then when somebody responds and I just follow up and, and we move, move forward from that to entertain a conversation. Um, I network locally, um, and that's garnered me several clients as well. Um, I, I was involved in three networking groups, but I don't have enough time to maintain that. So I'm just uh, involved in one and, um, work that, um, and that's a great way to get local leads. I, I work with clients throughout the United States. Uh, so, you know, obviously we do things remotely and, and zoom calls and those type of things, but I love working with local clients. I live in Lubbock, Texas. Now, I think when you, uh, when you and I, and, uh, yeah. I was living in Dallas, so I've since moved. Um, but, uh, the local clients are great. It gives me an opportunity to get out of my, uh, out of my house or my home office, get to their offices, their, their clinics, their businesses, see what's going on, boots on the ground type situation. So I love doing that as well. Um, so those are, those are my three main, uh, prongs to my marketing approach at this point. That's great. Are you, are you posting content on LinkedIn as well? Or are you mostly just cold outreach and then doing conversations in the DMs? I do. I have a weekly news newsletter that I 
uh, just gives me an opportunity to obviously post my, my contact, my philosophy and, and things that are uh, pertinent to obviously business owners, but also the, the way I look and, and approach, uh, uh, business problems, if you will. And then the cold emailing, the cold emailing, where do those email address, are they just getting scraped from chiropractic offices and stuff like that? And then you just have an initial email that you send. Can you expound a little bit on that strategy? Well, the uh, Apollo AIO has a built-in feature where you can scrape emails uh, based on a search, similar to Sales Navigator in LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, and so you're able to, to uh, like you said, scrape that information, put it into a what they call a sequence, um, and then you can build out, you know, a two, three, four, five email sequence, uh, you know, whatever you please, A-B test it. Uh, headlines, whatever you want to A-B test, obviously, and and then just move forward with that. Um, I, one side note, I don't necessarily work with chiropractors one-on-one. Um, one thing I've done is the little backstory and side note here is the, the original coaches that I hired way back when to help me with my chiropractic office, I have been hired back by them to coach chiropractors. So Oh, okay. I, uh, I go to several of their, what they call summits. They're basically seminars, uh, several times a year. And I have the opportunity to coach and, and uh, give back to the chiropractic community in that regard. So I keep that segmented from my, my consulting, my coaching business where I don't work with chiropractors cause I'm, I'm involved through my, uh, through this other group in that regard. So lots of person, I mean, you're bringing up relationships, like underlined exclamation points, relationships are everything and like really uh, live in person events, getting to know people one-on-one, like that really is a great way to get more clients and to build your coaching business. It sounds like that's what you're saying. Absolutely. So in fact, the, the chiropractor, some of the chiropractors I work with in the, in the group, uh, one in particular sent me three, four clients. Uh, that are patients of his. So, uh, like you said, that's great. Relationships and, and work in that regard. So, and are you wanting to do group coaching or are you just mostly like the, the transformation and the effect you can have people on one-on-one? It, it's on the radar. Um, but I just love the one-on-one interaction. Yeah. It sounds uh, like you can get really, really good I just results feel like people. I can move the needle so much more effectively from a one-on-one, uh, point of view and, and working very intimately with these clients. So, Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, do you mind just outlining? I'm going to touch on the Apollo thing one more time. The cold sure. emailing. So, do you send a series of three emails? Like, what what do they say? What are you offering? Like a blog post? Are you offering your calendar? Like, just briefly outline those three emails for us. A calendar. You know, jump on a, a quick discovery call. Um, I have them subscribe to my LinkedIn newsletter. Uh, that's part of uh, some of them that I've sent out. Um, um, Trying to think what I've sent out, um, all kinds of different things. Um, you know, just trying to hit hot points from particular industries, particular um, things that you know what mo- what most business owners are are looking at. You know, obviously they all want money, so we'll hit on that. Uh, staff turnover and issues is always a problem. Um, burnout, uh, working more, gaining less, or you know, not even or gaining less or, you know, just staying at that same level, we'll hit on that. So those are, those are all the topics that generally get the highest, uh, open rate and, uh, request for, uh, at least to talk to me and, and some, or at least starting that conversation to, to look at and possibly setting up a, uh, 
call with Makes sense. Three solid strategies, a LinkedIn reach out, cold emailing, and then attending live networking events and, and improving on those relationships. Great. Absolutely. All right. So here's my next question for you, which is, what is one thing, here you are, okay, veteran expert. Now you've been a business coach for a really long time. You ran those two businesses for a really long time. What is one thing you wish you would have known before you started all of this? That is a good question. Um, as far as building, building a business. business. Yeah. Like what, what do we need to know? What do you wish you would have known 30 years uh, ago? Well, I mean, two Narhorns, I, you know, it's just invaluable to have coach. Yes. Uh, and to get a coach as soon as possible. Um, you know, I'm an avid golfer. You know, I have a swing coach. Um, I've done Toastmasters to help with my speaking abilities. Um, you know, and some I bring up to, you know, especially my networking groups or, or people that are potential clients. I, you know, ask them, you know, if they have kids or when they were kids, you know, that they play sports or were in band. Well, did you have a coach in sports? Did you have a band director? You know, did, was somebody teaching you and coaching you? You know, yeah, yeah. Well, wouldn't it be crazy if they, you know, you didn't have a coach for your kid's team, you know, if you just let them run out there and just do whatever they want, wouldn't that be kind of nuts? Well, yeah, well, it's kind of nuts when you're a business owner and just kind of shooting from the hip and not really knowing, you know, grasping new ideas or, you know, throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks or chasing shiny objects, you know. I don't know everything, but I do have a certain amount of experience that can help people move forward in a much more efficient, profitable, less frustrating manner. So, um, having somebody coach you and, and having that somebody outside of the emotions of running a business to, to help you see, uh, see a better direction is just invaluable. I love that. I love how you brought it back to like, we'll drop, we'll drop money for a kid's coach all the time. In fact, it's even like expected, but then all of a sudden as an adult, we're supposed to know all of these things, which the problems are probably even more complicated up here in adult land. So you definitely like not losing, not losing the need for a coach or, or seeking out coaches to really help you get to where you're going. I love that message. You know, again, it feels pretty self-serving and, and tooting our own horns here, but again, we, we've seen the impact and it's, it's just invaluable. It's just the way it is. And I, you know, and I can say that from experience because I know what happened when I hired my first coach. Again, Agreed. The level of success, success I achieved. Uh, is directly attributed to them. Agreed. Agreed. Well, Dr. Henry, it's been a true pleasure interviewing you on this episode of the podcast. Let me turn the time over to you. How do people find you and anything else you want the audience to know? Uh, uh, they can find me at my website, uh, bizprofitboost.com, biz, B-I-Z, profitboost.com. Um, check out my resources. I do have a free download. Uh, it's a book. Uh, on how to increase your profits. Um, so you can certainly go there and grab that. Um, and you can schedule a call with me, a uh, discovery call, if, if you'd like. If you'd like to reach out directly, Dr. Kell at bizprofitboost.com. Uh, feel free to email me directly. I'd be more than happy to uh, communicate with you and uh, see where you're at, where your business is at, and if uh, moving forward with me would make sense. Um, as you know, Lindsay, I have a passion for customer service. Uh, to me, yes. that's a huge foundational piece of any business and business success in general. I did uh, author a book a couple of years ago, Define and Deliver Exceptional Customer Service. Very simple, easy to read in my philosophy and most everything I do is simplicity. So this book's only about 150 pages long. 
it's full of just simple, actionable ideas that uh, any business can put into place fairly efficiently. Um, and that can create that extra perception, that, that better perception, that exceptional perception of incredible customer service in their business, which will do any business a lot of good. So you can find that book on Amazon and I have the hard copy, the paperback copy, an audible copy, and a digital copy for those who uh, like to uh, read off their, their tablets, which most of us do, I think. So yeah, yeah. define and deliver exceptional customer service, and you can find that on Amazon. Congratulations on the book. It looks Thank fantastic. You. Awesome. Well, thanks, Dr. Henry, for joining us as a guest on the show. It's been a real pleasure having you. I thoroughly enjoyed it, Lindsay. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to The Millionaire Maker Show with master business coach and creator of The Millionaire Maker Coaching Funnel, Lindsay Anderson. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Until next time.